So we were kind of talking about this before we get started, but like I have zero memory of the end of last week's episode. <laughs> like I, I just cannot jog my memory at all. What what happened? I think Vanek gave me some like cure serious potions. Was that what happened? Yeah, Vanek started drinking, and so did Matt. So he blacked out at the end of the last episode. You guys basically finished up at Fort Rannick, and right. then while you were headed outside, a large gush of water rushed by, and you realized it's probably going to threaten Turtleback Ferry. So you ran south for three hours on the backs of your horses. You got into town in a very short amount of time. I think it took 30 seconds in our time. And as you walked into town from the northeast, the river flows north and west of town. And Skull River, which flows into Clay Bottom Lake, had begun to overflow its banks, and the town towards the western end of the little peninsula it's on was covered in about three feet of water. You were wading into town to start helping save people because you saw dozens of people climbing up into the second story of the cathedral. And that's when you saw a very large snake climbing up onto a raft with Tilia Henderson and about half a dozen school children on a raft and a large snake had just attacked and was trying to pull one of the small children into the river to eat it. And then Tilia takes off her shoe and starts to beat the snake with it. Roll initiatives. Oh, she's got this covered. We won't have to help. We could just go straight onto the nymph. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh, I forgot I have, like, mega initiative. Nice. You're not playing Reaper anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know what it's like to play a fighter like that or a, you know, cleric. It's, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. Got initiative of plus one. <laughs> you go at the end so you can heal everybody throughout yeah. the round. Yeah. How exciting is that? All right, Vanak, what is that a fun initiative? 23. Damn. Ready? And Voluntre. 17. Type Droth. 22. And then we've got uh, Hopalong Poe. 20. Alrighty. So you guys, we've actually set you up on a map. You are, let's use this little nifty uh, measuring tool from roll 20. You're about 75, 80 feet away from the raft with the snake on it. And you don't know when the snake is going to act. You don't know what's happening or what will happen. Because it's in the future, and none of you can see the future. <laughs> All right, Van your turn, man. Uh, so we're up on roll twenty. Is the distance accurate? It should. Yes, Pretty close. It is. All right. 30. Yeah, whatever roll twenty has right now as the distance is what we are gonna go with. Seventy seventy-five. So we're about eighty feet away from the action. Yep. And they're in the middle of gushing water. Is that, or is it still water? Uh, it is by this point where you're at in the middle of town, it is relatively still. Like, you can feel a current against your uh, legs. Uh-huh. Uh, Poe is probably struggling because, or would struggle if Poe's in the water. Right now, you're on the back of a horse. But if Poe gets in there, it'll cover him up to his head, or at least his shoulders, and it'll be tough. But for you, for all humans that are about six feet tall, uh, you just feel the current against your legs. So is this difficult terrain? Definitely difficult terrain, so it'll uh, cut your movement in half. In that case, I am going to cast Fly and move up out of the water, like I'm 10 feet high, and get 60 feet closer. So I'm about 20 feet away uh, from the raft and the snake and the kids and the woman beating the crap out of the snake with a shoe. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> flying. Back! Back! Get away from my child! And that is it for me. So cast a spell, flew towards it. And now the snake is going to go because he rolled really high, really high initiative. And he is going to let go of the child and attempt to bite Tilia. Ooh, that's a nice name. I rolled a four, but it is a commoner that he's trying to bite, so he will succeed. Uh, oh, God. And he will attempt to grab her. 
will succeed, which means he gets to do constrict damage, and she falls limp. This is the teacher, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, with those, she might be dead, but you can't tell from the distance that you are at. Droth, your turn. So you said there was three feet of water, and we're on horses? Yes. Let me ask you this. Is this considered a swampy area? No. Well, that sucks. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Droth is going to ride his horse. So these buildings, are they one-story buildings? The ones that you see here in the town square, which is where you're at, yes, they are all one-story. Okay, so Droth is going to ride his horse over to uh, this building on the left. It's kind of like on the screen. It's on the north-hand side there. And he's mm-hmm. going to jump off onto the roof. I'm thinking he could stand up in the saddle because then he'd be, yeah. you know, about sure. halfway there and just a, a quick jump up. Oh, easy. Yeah. So is that all considered one move action or is those two actions? How do you want to play that? Give me If you want to make it all one move action, give me an acrobatics, acrobatics check. Mm-hmm. He makes it no problem. Uh, 16 plus Does 9, he? 25. Yeah, okay. That's close. <laughs> it's actually pretty close because what oh, you're really? trying to do is like while your horse is moving on over, uh, you are having to stand up in the saddle and then as you drive by the house, you're going to have to leap up and grab it and do a nice little flip up on top. A 25 will do it. Yeah, but I mean, I grew up in the circus. This is like a uh-huh. Wednesday. I mean, come on. <laughs> so so he. Well, I guess it's a wheel day. Uh, throwing some... <laughs> In term language, so he'll he'll jump up there on the roof then, <laughs> and uh, he's gonna shoot the snake one shot. All right, and he'll apply arcane shot. strike. You have precise shot. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <have> <laughs> Kill shot. a child. Way to go. <laughs> hey, you just turned evil. <laughs> Great way to meet the new town. I just turned evil. Uh, <laughs> yeah, eighteen to hit. Oh, sorry, Ooh. no, 20, 24 to hit. I don't know why I came up with 18. It's math hard. Six, 16. Yes, that yeah. will hit. Okay, awesome. Fuck. Natural one on the D8, so 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. And the snake lets go of the woman. Hop along Poe. Gonna hop on over? Hop along Poe senses a damsel in distress and some children in danger. So he looks. To his friend, well, hopefully still, his friend Volantre, and he will say, Listen, I know, uh, I know that I lost my flight privileges, but could I please hop a ride over there? We've got to save those kids, please. So, Casey, let's talk about Volantre for a second, shall we? Let's talk about Volantre right now. You're on the back of a horse. Yep. Riding into town. That is correct. What does Volintre look like right now? Um, oh my god. He's a human. You're not a dragon on the back of us. Um, with one arm that's slightly damaged and one leg that's a little lame on the side of a horse. <laughs> no, get off me. <laughs> Pose on his back already. Grabbing him around the neck. Come on, man. Spread your wings. Let's go. Slide, dragon go. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Will I have to cast defensively if Poe gets on me? (laughs) We'll talk about it when we get there. Don't hurt me. Uh, No, Poe does not get on you. Let me rephrase, please. Uh, Are you going to fly today, buddy? I'm sure at some point I'll be flying. I mean, these children need our help. I need to get there as soon as possible. Yes. Are you going to do it now? And if so, may I please hitch a ride to help save the children? I might be losing my soul, but I'm not soulless yet, okay? We'll see. Oh, God. Okay, fine. Fine. So he'll just shrug it off, and he'll very gingerly, very carefully start riding his horse toward the snake. Is it difficult terrain for the horses? It's still difficult terrain for horses, yes. How? What is a horse's normal walking distance? Yeah, yeah. How are we going to do this? I'm just curious, because Droth covered like 40 feet there. Shut up, shut up, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm asking here, because... My riding horse is moving to 60. I assumed that it was like at least 40. That'll work. So difficult terrain's half, so that'd be 30 feet. Droth probably moved 30 feet. I haven't actually measured it, so... Hey, he moved exactly 30. 
<laughs> Ish. Ish. Yeah, it was somewhere in there. Okay. So, yes, you can move up to 60 feet with a double move there, Poe. Okay. Okay. So, Poe, with a nice little double move here, Valintre, we are on to you. So, I've never done this. What are the rules for casting on horseback? Uh, you're not moving at this point. You're not riding. You're not doing anything, so nothing. Okay. I, I need to make a correction. 50, not 60 feet on the horse. 50, five, zero. Okay. So... With that being said, if I summon my Eidolon while I'm sitting on top of this horse, what's this horse going to do? Freak out. (laughs) That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm going to go ahead and summon the Eidolon, thinking the horse is going to freak out, and whatever I need to do to expect that. Would you crush the horse? Oh my god. Like the forces of that Eidolon forming around you? I don't know, because I don't know if it adds weight. That's fair, yeah. Drop will have you stand on a scale at the circus next time we're there. So, normally for Volantre to summon, he has to do a ritual that takes about a minute. But he does have a spell that he can use that basically is just a single cast that gives him his Eidolon for a temporary period of time. It takes um, one round to cast, so he's going to begin casting that. Okay, so you're beginning to cast a spell. Vanak, we are back to you. All right, now I've moved up. I'm in range. Um, I did acquire a new ability at ninth level um, that I forgot to mention. I have an enhanced Varigian tattoo, which I pick a spell that I can cast, and I can cast it once a day, basically at two caster levels higher. And I chose Scorching Ray. So I'm using my once a day Scorching Ray at caster level 11, which is three rays at this snake. So I'm flying in the air, bring my hands together, and three rays fly, fly out of my hands towards the snake. These are three ranged touch attacks. Range touch. Yeah. 19 on the first. Yep, that'll hit. Uh, adjusted 20 on the second. Uh-huh. And 22 on the third. Yeah, so I don't think you could miss. Well, not with those rolls. You could roll one. <laughs> but I've got, well, you got plus eight to hit. Wow, that has got to be a lot of damage. It is a tremendous amount of damage. 12d6 plus 12. Oh, wow. What level did you say it made that scorching ray? 11th 11. level. Yeah. 10, 20, 30, 40, <laughs> 46, 58 points of damage. Oh my god. Dang. Dead. What does snake taste like? <laughs> this thing oh tastes like carbon. It just immediately turns to a snake outline of ash. <laughs> oh, it's like uh, the fireworks. Yes. Where it like snakes out and yep. just crumbles. Just... And that's what happens. Holy crap, that was a ton of damage. I like that. That's once a day, though. So. Thank goodness. So now we're going to stay in combat right here. Uh, the snake is dead. I will fly forward. With my movement okay. to the raft. I can't do anything else, but like I'm there. I will check on Talia in my next round. Okay. That means we are on to the next one. The next one. Uh, Droth, you see this snake just get literally smoked out. Yeah, that's uh, impressive. That, that was awesome. Uh, he's pretty much going to try and just look around and see if there's anything he can do to help. Actually, he's going to prepare an action... You know, just get his bow and arrow ready in case there are any more snakes. So if anything else comes on scene that looks like it's going to attack them, whether it's like fish snakes or snaky snakes, whatever, he's just going to try and make sure that Vanek has got his back covered, you know. So hold officially, I guess you could say. You could say ready in action to shoot somebody who is villainous. Anyone that's anyone that's threatening the kids, the teacher, or Vanek, Poe, Volantre, I'm keeping an eagle-eyes view of everything going on, surveying the situation. Sounds great. Hopalong Poe. Hopalong Poe is going to keep on trucking on his little horse over toward the children. And they are crying at this point because their teacher is at least unconscious. They're not really sure what's wrong with her just yet. And this raft in three feet of water has butted up against the building, but it's beginning to teeter on this corner and could wash away at any moment. Well, Poe 
can get there up to the little uh up next to the building with a double move so he will you know ride on up and be like it's okay children i'm here i'm here to help don't be afraid we're gonna take care of your teacher everything's gonna be okay <laughs> oh, what happened to her oh my god <laughs> and there's six of them making that noise the drivel the drool <laughs> snot everywhere <laughs> Valentre so uh, Valentre's spell finished casting and as it finishes he falls off the side of his horse and as he falls the Eidolon then takes a hold of him and then he emerges from the water hole as his dragon form oh that's so cool splash and then I forget does your Eidolon actually fly naturally now? It is now magic flight. Magic you lost flight. your wings, didn't you? I do not have wings anymore. Yeah. But can you thematically still have the wings? Because it's no. so cool. Why? I have to waste no two way. evolution okay. points to have wings. He's a lizard. <sighs> that can fly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Floating lizard. Now, nice. I have a question. I have an answer. Charge. No. If you, you charge the kids? <laughs> Do you have to have a target to charge? Yes. Yes, yes. Do you have to hit the target? Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a double move. That's all charges. Please don't kill the children. Or me. Thematic double move. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take a double move action because in my Eidolon form, my movement speed is 40 and I have magic flight. So I'm just going to go ahead and move the 80 that it takes to get there, which from where I'm at is only 75. And as I land next to the raft, I say to the children, hop on, kids. I'll take you somewhere safe. It's the end of the round. Uh, they're going to start clambering up on top of you. If everybody is okay with it, uh, and that being Vanak and Poe, if y'all spend this round assisting, all of the children can get on Valentre's back. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am not going to assist. I'm going to check out the teacher, make sure she's not bleeding out. Okay. Okay, I will assist and uh, help the kids on Valentre's back. I'm surprised the kids aren't terrified of Valentre. <laughs> That's kind of what I would. I'm like the, the van that Do you feel up. safe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so Vanak. Your turn. You are checking out the teacher. Can you give me a heal check? Not a good one, but I will try. Uh, 12. Yeah, there you go. She's okay. dead. Dead. All right. Fudge. Um, there is no pulse. If that is basically all I'm doing, I'll do as much as I can to assist the children onto uh, Volante's back. Okay. And that'll be my round. So you help... Hop along, Poe, you help. Valentre, you're assisting by being a person that can uh, accept Droth. You are still keeping an eagle eye out. Do I see anything? Can I roll a perception? You do not see anything. Okay. At this point. Uh, actually, hold on. I'm remembering what's happening. Yes, give me a perception check. <laughs> okay. Holy crap. Uh, I, I had to go back and check my notes. I'm sorry. But so go I rolled a 17 on the die. I've got a perception of 11, so um, a lot. 28. 28. Yeah. <laughs> you would not say that it's threatening yet, but there is a massive tree-shaped thing. You're not really sure what it is that is floating through the water from the north, and it is headed directly for a large church the church to Arastal that you guys went to when you first arrived into town with Reaper okay yeah I remember that and you see people clambering up the side of this church to get to the second and the third story to get out of and safe from the rising waters so effectively the log could just wreck that church and kill everybody inside of it you remember, Possibly. Droth worships Aristol, so Arastal, uh, so that's kind of like his jam. Yep. <laughs> uh, it is possible that this large, it is a big enough tree. This thing is massive. It's easily 20 by 20 oh, wow. to give okay. you an idea. Okay. Uh, the last one that is heading up the wall into the church you recognize as the, in the innkeeper that you encountered from before 
Sestin, or Londi. Gotcha. Okay, uh, is it my turn then, or? There's not a lot you can do other than keep an eye out right How now. How far north is it? One moment, please. <laughs> <laughs> so this, it's a big 20 by 20 tree? Is that what I heard? That's what it sounds like. Floating down, heading towards your church, like down this the new river. The way Wes described it, I was thinking it was like a tree creature. I, I know, had me the too. same yeah. thought. I thought it was an evil yeah. treant. Yeah. Coming to wreck like the treant. world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he said it was floating, which makes me think that it maybe had been chopped down or something. I don't know. <laughs> it could still be an evil tree ant, just floating down the river. <laughs> That's true. It's easily 400 feet away from where you're at right now. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm not getting there. I mean, honestly, Droth would probably take a full dash, turn around and be like, hey, you guys got this? It looks like you do? Cool. I'm going to go help over here. So you move... 30 feet towards it. Well, if you do a full run, wouldn't it be way more than that? Like, if you do the full run action. You can't quite do a full run in combat. You have double moves, but that's about it. Plus difficult terrain. Yes. If it seems incredibly illogical, then he's just going to stay right here. You're going to make 10% of the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, he's just going to stay right here. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I do would think that your uh, horse is right under you. So you could jump on your horse. I guess I could jump on the horse. Because he's only like 10 feet away, probably. Unless he's moved, but I can't imagine that that's the case. The big lizard just oh. appeared and then flew towards yeah, Those kids. kids aren't scared. There's no way my war horse is scared. I mean, he's <laughs> not a war horse, but he's seen war. That makes him a war horse, in my <laughs> opinion. Yeah, that's what Droth is going to do. So he'll scream down to the kids and he'll be like, or not the kids. Well, Volantre, Vanek, Poa, I think something as big as coming to the church up north. We can't let that church fall. That's probably a stronghold for this town. If that church goes, this whole town, there's no way they'll recover. Let's. I got to get up there. All right, just just stay here, take care of the situation. You look like you got it. Something big. Yeah. It's a bit vague. Sorry, it's a big tree. It looks like a big tree is oh, floating to the church. Not a dinosaur or anything. I hope not. If there was a large dinosaur, that would be something, you know, down in the Mwangi expanse. Okay, cool. And Joth will jump down and, and, like, you know, hit the horse and take off running. Poor Vanek. Can't ever get a story in edgewise around these <laughs> Matt's kind of glad. <laughs> One of these days, we're just going to let Matt keep going. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting story, I tell you. Uh-huh. All right, so, Droth, you are 400 feet away. I have written that you have made 50 feet of that up by double moving on your horse. Okay. Okay. We're going to kind of fast forward through the next round of getting the children to safety. Valentre, where are you taking them? So, first off one, there are five children. Yes. Am I capable of taking all five at one time? I have a very high strength score, so. These children are light. They're young. They're five to ten years old, so you're looking at 30 to 50 pounds apiece, five of them, 250, 300 pounds. You should be able to handle that. I'm going to survey the buildings around and see which building to me appears to be the strongest. I do have knowledge engineering. I like the one that is colored like a stone roof that's right next door to you. It is a full 10 feet high. Uh, In fact, the roof is probably closer to 12 to 13 feet. Uh, unless the dam itself has fully broken, and this town is going to be completely covered in 20 feet of water, and if that happens, everybody in this town is screwed. Right. Uh, but you should be safe there if it doesn't get much higher. And there's nowhere else around, like hillside or anything, that isn't a building top. This is this is flat flood plains. Flood plains. Okay. Sorry, flat flood plains. Then, so you would have to fly basically across Clay Bottom Lake to get to a cliff. Then I will be flying over to that building and dropping those children off. Okay. It's right next door, so that's basically uh, one move action to get to the roof, and the children are able to clamber off onto the top, and they say, thank you, thank you, but what But what about our teacher? What about What about Miss Helion? We'll see what we can do. But <laughs> is she asleep? I don't know. You'll have to ask Vanak. Damn it, man. Don't put that <laughs> crap on me. <laughs> yes, she's asleep forever. <laughs> no! <laughs> Shut up, kid. And the children are traumatized, standing on top of the roof. Um, so, Vanek and Hopalong Poe, now that the children are relatively safe, what are you going to do? I'm going to go in the direction that 
Droth was talking about. Double move, 120 feet that way. All right. Uh, so how far can you go? Um, I can move 60 with a move. I can do a double. I, I've actually been looking this up while people have been talking. You cannot run with alternate movement speeds unless it's a natural speed. So the fly spell does not allow me to run, as in four times my speed. So the yeah. best I can do is 120 in a round. Okay. So you're 120 of the... You blast path Droth. <laughs> I don't think I can <laughs> grab him. I was... Well, I'm trying to see if I've got a weight capacity or weight limit. That's uh, what it's I can like carry. 40. But I'm not very strong. Like, my normal maximum, maximum 70 pounds. Yeah. So I don't think the flight would allow me to do more. Did that belt of strength help at all? I didn't take it. <laughs> I took it. Oh, that's yeah. right. And it would have given me a nine strength, so no. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So Vanek takes off and blasts past Droth. Poe, what are you up to? Your horse is right under you or right next to you while you're on top of this raft. Mm-hmm. The children are safe and Droth and Vanak have taken off. What are you going to do? He's going to hop back up onto his little horsey and giddy up after them. Okay, so you can are able to move 50 feet. Mm-hmm. Wes. So, Poe, you are right next to Droth. Yes, mm-hmm. man. Okay. When you finish with Poe, I'd like to change something I didn't realize I could do. So let me know when you're done. Just kind of go backtrack a second. Sure. So Poe has moved 50 feet. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Vanak is going to rewind time. Yeah, just a little bit. So instead <laughs> of double move, I didn't realize. I thought it was a personal spell. I land besides Droth and cast fly on him. Oh, nice. So you're at 50 feet right now. Yes. I'm right beside Droth. And after my movement, I cast fly on him. So he can get, get moving too. Pretty sweet. I thought it was personal spell I too. Thought it was I did. Personal I did. As well. Yeah. I was just looking at it. No, it's it's touch. However, Droth, I don't know how much skill you've dedicated to fly, but whatever it is, it's increased by fifty percent. The fly spell gives you a half your caster level. Oh no, oh. half of my caster level. So you get a plus four. Is that right? Yeah. Subject gains a bonus to fly skill check equal to one half caster level. So you get a plus four to your fly check. Very good. I have a plus three. <laughs> so now I have a plus seven. Oh my god! It's basically automatic for me. Like, I don't have to roll because my fly is just up there. And so I feel like this is a great time to talk about flying. So the only things that you really have to do a fly check on is when you move less than half speed and you want to remain flying. If you are trying to hover, if you're trying to make a turn at more than 45 degrees, or if you're trying to do a 180 and you spend an extra 10 feet of movement, or if you try to fly up at greater than a 45 degree angle. So does momentum take place in this? Because if you stopped and cast fly on me and my horse was running, there's a really good chance that the horse just keeps going. Like, does it keep me paused in time right there? <laughs> you control. You know? <laughs> okay, well. So all of a sudden you have the ability to fly. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Draw like hops out of his uh, seat, the saddle, and it begins flying. Would you like me to make a roll check? Not yet. Okay. Uh, so then Poe moves, and you guys are getting close. Uh, so you guys are... Bas- you basically have a straight shot directly to the church at this point. You're just trying to cover a great distance. This tree gets within 20 feet of the church. And then you see exactly what Matt mentioned a minute ago with oh, Bannock. No. The head of a dinosaur, a plesiosaur. What? What? Are you pops up from this tree, and it's not a tree; it's a massive body that is twenty feet by twenty feet, and it is a mass of these like wriggling tentacles with eyes at the end of each tentacle, and it reaches out with one of its tentacles because it had to move to get to where it's at at this point, so it only has one attack, and it lashes out and grabs Sestin Orlandi, throws it into his mouth, and chugs down this entire man in one gulp. Holy cow. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. (laughs) The head of this dinosaur is fully 30 feet high. It reaches to the third floor of this church. It is massive. A dinosaur. That is not a tree. Did I say tree? Holy shit. Droth, you need to get your vision checked. 
<laughs> I do. I should get LASIK. <laughs> they have a good discount in Magnamar. Buy one, get one free. Oh, man, that's a steal. <laughs> yeah, when I said tree... What if you're a Cyclops? <laughs> Half off? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I meant like a 200 by 200 foot tree. You know? <laughs> Yes. Droth, it's your turn. You are 350 feet away from this church. So how far can I fly, Matt? I you didn't give me specs on speed or 60 like feet for standard movement, and you can do a double move. Okay, cool. I'll do a double move, 120. Uh, actually, I'm going to move and fire an arrow. So you are now 110 feet away. Okay. So you're at 290 feet. So if you if you double move, you can't take a shot. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just gonna move once, so just sixty feet, and then I'm gonna fire an arrow. It's in my third increment, so I'm gonna get like a huge deduction to my roll, but because it should be negative, it's a negative two for every increment drop, so it would be a negative six. Because at that point, I'll be over three hundred feet away, right? Uh, actually, if you're shooting at the creature itself, it's two hundred and fifty feet away. So that'd be my third range increment. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> 26. I rolled really high. You did, and you hit it. Okay. But it, the arrow bounces off. Oh, oh man. My okay. God. All right. Can you describe this thing? Because I got a mixture between a brontosaurus and Cthulhu. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, yeah. too. Uh, plesiosaur, more so than brontosaurus, <laughs> but you're not far off. That doesn't clear anything up. Yep. It's Cthulhu meets Plesiosaur. Plesiosaur is uh, kind of sort of like a brontosaurus. Oh, Plesiosaur is Nessie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It looks like the Loch Ness Monster. So it's Nessie with tentacles. Yep. It is Nessie with tentacles. Nessie Dulu. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to drop this here for you guys so you can see it. Oh, that's huge. I'm oh, Googling shit. it right now. I feel like I'm eight. Oh, my God. Look at that damn Holy thing. cow. That is cool. Looking. How did you think that was a tree? Yeah, what are you talking about? What it is was it was balled up and its head was tucked. He's fine. <laughs> Holy shit! And the tentacles are around its face, or it's uh, the bottom half of its body. It's more like an octopus at the base, so more like Cthulhu. Okay. With uh, eyeball tentacles. So can you guys actually see this thing yes. that I've dragged up real big? Yeah. So it's uh, got the little red eyeballs at the end of each tentacle. Uh, you see the octopus body that it has, and then the ne long neck and head of a plesiosaur. Jeez. Wow. It is scary and nasty. Can we just call it even? I didn't even want to be here to begin with. You remember the nymph <laughs> that we were going to go see? A lot cooler yes. than this shit. A lot that cooler. Sounds like a better trip. I blame Volantre. So Droth fires an arrow. Arrow bounces off and shatters against its thick hide. And Volantre, you are still 400 plus feet away. Okay. Can I see that it's not a tree and see that there is imminent <laughs> danger? And I saw the thing get eaten. The person get eaten. Yeah. From, the, from your angle, from where you're at, yes, absolutely. You have a straight shot and you could easily see it. In fact, the poor children on this roof probably saw it too. Oh my God. Kids, stay here. I'll take care of it. And <laughs> oh I'm going God. to cast Maker's Jump. It's a spell-like ability for myself. It's basically okay. a dimension door. Oh, and where are you trying to end up? I'm going to end up as close to it as possible, oh my God. but not on the church side. Doesn't Dimension Door have a 400-foot uh, like range that you can jump through? 400 plus 40 feet per level. Yeah, it's massive, so you should be able to get there. Yeah, with, yeah. like within your first okay. level. Yeah, I, I mean, I can get there. I just, Wes hasn't put this creature on a map with the other thing. Yeah. So I can't really say where I'm going to be, but I'm not going to be on the church side of this creature. I'm going to be on the back side of it, trying to get it away from the church. So here's the thing. You cast a spell, what did you call it? Maker's Jump? Maker's Jump, yes. And it's uh, effectively, it's like Dimension Door or a teleport type spell. It is exactly Dimension Door, except for okay. it's for me and my Eidolon only. So you cast this spell and you expect to wind up somewhere near this creature. You feel the plane that you normally jump through, it's warped, it's twisted. Something isn't right when you cast the spell. So I need you to give me a caster level check, which is just a d20 roll and add your level. 
that you use to cast this spell, which should be your character level. I rolled a six, so that's oh, a 15. Fun. Okay. Mm. Uh, it doesn't work. You are still on the rooftop when you expected to apparate into a position close to this monster. Am I still on the same plane? You are. Okay. Yeah. You're still on the roof with the children, uh, and you start to feel sick. Like you're going to throw up. Like uh, basically you were on an airplane and uh, the bottom dropped out and you feel your stomach up in your throat. Uh, I need you to give me a fortitude save. That's my worst one. Oh, no. I rolled an 18, so that's a 26. Nice. One short. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) You are nauseated for two Round Dang. two years. One d six years. No, just two rounds. I'm, so and that's the bad one, right? Movement only. Unable to yeah. attack, cast oh. spells, concentrate on yeah. spells, or do anything else requiring attention. Oh my god! Can you imagine being one of those little kids though? Like this dragon picks you up off of this raft. Well, this big lizard, right, drops you on the <laughs> roof of a house, and then all of a sudden he's just gonna disappear. And so he gears up to make that like thing that Volantri does, I would imagine. And instead of him going anywhere, he just almost attacks you and then starts throwing up everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just... This day couldn't be more scarring. Oh my god, these poor kids! Vanak. 200... No, 350 feet away from this monster. Alright, so I, I begin casting a spell, and that's my turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, excuse me, I'm going to fly like 40 feet up, so I'm I'm 60 feet up in the air and then begin casting okay. a spell. Alright, but no movement towards... Hell no. Okay, hop along, Poe. You are also 350 feet away from the church. Okay, so at this point, in this distance away, can Poe tell what's going on? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Everything I've described, everybody can see from your vantage point because it's basically okay. a straight shot to the church. Okay, okay. I was And 400 sure. feet away is a long way to go, mm-hmm. but it's still only a football field. Okay, well, Poe is just, he's going to double move. He's going to keep trotting along uh, through the water and just, you know, squint his eyes and, oh my God, what the fresh hell is this? <laughs> oh my God. And I he, love that. And he looks that at was beautiful. Vanek and he's just, what, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? That thing's as big as a house. Burn it. I can't burn it. I can only poke it to death. I don't suggest that. Oh. And draw. we are back to you. You are 110 feet into this movement. So you're about 290 from the creature. How far away is uh, Vanek? 250. Like 320, somewhere in there. Yeah, Vanek's behind you and up in the air. Can he hear me? Vanek, can you hear me? I don't know why I didn't just ask. That's dumb. Why am I asking (laughs) you? Vanek, can you hear me? Of course I can hear you, boy. You're right there. Oh, great. So will haste make this fly faster? And this being me? Yes. Uh, Droth cast haste on himself. It'll it'll increase your movement by 30. That's fair. I'm just trying to get faster. Normally it doubles your movement, but if it's 30 or more, it it increases it by 30. Okay. I didn't know if it would affect your spell because it's a fly spell. You know what I mean? I don't have a natural fly speed, so. There's no indication in the haste spell that says it won't stack with this or won't stack with that. It just says it increases your movement. Cool. Okay. So then uh, if you get it, that's awesome. I don't know if you will or not because I don't know if you're within 30 feet of me. Oh gosh, I'm 60 feet in the air. Yeah, okay, no, I'm cool. way away. So in that case, Droth has cast Haste on himself, and um, that is going to be his first action. Then he'll do a move action of, I guess, what would that be, 90 feet? Yeah. So you are 200 feet into this movement. Yep. And that'll be the end of his turn. And you are uh, roughly 200 feet away from the church. Okay. Oh, man. This is is amazing. Oh, I forgot to do uh, Nessie's turn at the uh, end of the round. Smashes up the church a little bit, busts some stones down. Uh, In fact, everybody, you see the tentacles, one of them. So three of the tentacles begin just bashing at the church and starting to like tear away at the stone and the rock of this church. But one of the tentacles phases into the church, like you see it leave this plane. 
Uh, and then it's like it reappears, but it's inside the church, and it begins attacking the people on the inside. Holy cow. Lintray, it is your turn, and you are nauseated. This is your first round of nauseous. Correct. And I can only do one thing, and that is move. So I guess I'm going to fly towards where everyone else is, which is okay. going to be 40 feet. So I am now 360 feet away. Alrighty, I've got you down for 40, and you go And I vomit over another roof. <laughs> Just leaving DNA everywhere. Vanak! So Vanak is up in the air flying, finishes his spell, and the honor of the unquenchable fire. Um, I'm using an ability I can do twice a day called Blood Intensity, which is kind of like a Tensify spell. It lets you cast beyond the actual, like a fireball if you cast uh, at like it has a normal maximum of 10d6 this allows you to exceed that maximum so right now i can exceed the maximum by plus seven holy cow right? well i can only cast up to a certain level but it will let me exceed up to plus seven you know what i mean however gotcha. my bloodline is the verizian's tattooed sorcerer i have focus spell and i'm also spelled uh, a verizian tattoo for evocation so this spell i'm casting it well, first, it took me a full round because I heightened it to level four. Okay. So fourth level spell, fourth level slot, 12d6 damage, and dc23 reflex. And the range okay. is 760 feet. Jesus. So, I, so you I'm, can definitely reach. I'm fireballing this thing. Give me a spell resistance check. SR. All right. Uh, this, I actually took a feat for this. Oh my god. So I've got plus 14 to this check. Oh, that's nice. a really good thing. 28. Please tell me that's high enough. Oh god. Let me check. Oh god. If it's not, I'm flying away. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I believe you. Uh, it's close enough. I've actually got to look. Oh my god. Jeez. Oh my god. You succeed. So right. it looks like it's going to do some damage, and it's a reflex save for what? DC 23. DC 23 reflex. Wow. Fails. Hey. So 12d6 plus 12. Oh my god. Oh god. All ones? No. <laughs> oh god. 21, 31, 39, oh my god. 46. Oh, I bet that means you killed the 60 points of damage. Nice. It's crispy, but it's... Yeah, it I didn't expect it to die or anything, but... Screams and pain and anguish, and it's just not happy. I'm done. Hop along, Poe. He will watch as Nessie goes up in flames for a little bit and squeals. Oh my god, do it again! Do it again, Vanek! Do that again! As many times oh, as right. you can! That was the end of last... I have another spell to cast. I forgot. Oh. I cast another fireball right after that. That was ending the last of cast. Uh -huh. So as my action this turn, I cast another fireball. Okay, good. Do it again. Another spell resistance. Another spell resistance. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm going to use a hero point. <laughs> I got a 23, so that'll boost it to a 27 spell resistance. Just barely. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Now the DC is 21 for reflex for this spell. Makes it. Okay. So just give me the half damage after you're finished ah. rolling. All right. Well, wow. I cannot believe you passed those spell resist checks. Well, I got plus 14. I took a feat. And then I used a hero point, so. That's still some really good rolls. <laughs> 10, 20... 237, 41. Uh, 50 points of damage, 5 0. That's after the half? So that's 25. No, I'm points. sorry. Oh, it's yeah. 25. Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> yes, why? Yes, that's half. I was like, damn, you rolled 100 <laughs> points of damage for that? Sure that was a lesser fireball. <laughs> right? Okay, so I can add 25. Add 25 back. Not that I'm complaining. I'm. Flying over buildings, vomiting right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and his tattoos—his tattoos are blazing red. 
just a flaming fireball in the sky right now. Yeah. He is in his element. That is so cool. I love the way that, like, that imagery is awesome. Yeah. I figured you'd dig it. I feel like a superhero right now. Yeah. You should. <laughs> Flying around shooting yeah, fire out my ass. Super Saiyan, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Eyes blazing, hair alight, tattoos gleaming. That's so cool. And then, uh, Hop along, Poe. It is now your turn for real. Okay, well, as he's he's watching all this happen and he's just squealing, he is so excited. <laughs> he's watching this thing burn. He's like, oh, my God, do it again. Do it again. Burn it, burn it, burn it. As he's riding along. And then he hears like a mysterious erping from behind him and he turns around. Oh, my God, Valentre, are you okay? No. <laughs> So is it the dragon that's throwing up, or is it Valentre? Both. Oh, shit. Oh, we are one. You know, <laughs> that reminds me of, like, episode three, where you're drinking the hag water. Oh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you run in. <laughs> so, see, here's the thing. Valentre inside throws up, but he throws up inside the Eidolon, who then has to throw up the throw up. That's what I was thinking. You're, you're yeah. sloshing around in this like ectoplasmic bag of vomit. Exactly. So nasty. That's so gross. It's like water that's gotten into a ship and it's just <laughs> sloshing around. Sloshing. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Yes. Okay. Well, you broke Anna for the night. Oh, We're done. Shit. See you guys next week. <laughs> So Poe will just, he will double move again on the back of the horse. <laughs> You're another 50 feet closer. Closer than you've ever been. <laughs> wow. It is the end of the round. Now it is the Nessie's turn here. And Nessie will turn around and look at what cast a spell on it. Oh, shit. Enough that it's... <laughs> bypassed its spell resistance. It's shocked. It's confused. It's more than a little angry. <sighs> Run away. <laughs> I'm really high up there. Uh, out of reach. <laughs> I mean, you cast fireball on it. It can always cast fireball back. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I hope it does, rather than like swallow my asshole. Just reach out and grab a bite of Vanek. Oh, God. Yeah. Of course, it swallows me whole. It's going to have some heartburn like it's never known. <laughs> and it eyeballs all four of you because if you can oh. see it, it can see you. It's got like a jillion eyes. <laughs> it stops attacking the church. And it begins moving away towards Clay Bottom Lake. Is that back up? Uh, it's actually away from all of you towards... Uh, Towards the south, away from where all of you are, kind of to the west and south is where it moves. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know you guys don't have a map to look at right now, so I just... But that's where the ship was. Remember, that's, is that where the ship yes. that was attacked by all the squidlings? You okay. are exactly right. Okay. It is moving to the southwest, and it is able to move 120 feet. Oh. <sighs> And it's, uh, that's actually enough to put it into the water to where pretty much only its head is showing at this point. And Droth, it is your turn. Um, he's going to continue to head towards the church. And so he's got haste on him, so whatever the full movement would be towards the church. Uh, he just wants to make sure that everybody else at the church is okay. So 180 feet. Mm -hmm. That's 270. You are able to make it to the church at that point. Okay. Uh, so he shows up, you know, and once he's there, as he's arriving, he's like screaming up to the people. Uh, and then I imagine that's probably when we can go to the next person's turn. But it is being sent. They are <laughs> screaming in pain. Uh, they're not paying any attention to you right now. They seem to be concerned with something inside the church. Flintray, it is your second round of being nauseated. At the end of this one, you'll start to feel a little bit better. So I am 480 feet away from this creature now after adding in the distance yes. it moved. I will move Correct. another 40 feet towards that creature. Very, very nice. Vanak, your turn. What in Elysium is that beast? Is it obvious there's commotion and uh, chaos going on inside the church? 
Oh, definitely. And it never stopped. It was from the moment you arrived until now, there's screaming and hollering and wailing and the gnashing of teeth. After the beast moved away. So I will follow Droth. I'm heading okay. double move towards the church. So 120 feet for you? Yes. Just asking, is the church between me and the lake? In other words, did I just move closer to the church or did I move further away from it? Closer to both right Okay. Because I think he went past the church. Like he's behind the church. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I'm still heading in that general direction. You are correct. Hop along Poe. Another 50 feet? Yes. Anything else? No. He's just trucking along trying to get there. Splash. 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 And now it is Nessie's turn again. And it will turn around one last time before it disappears into the depths of Clay Bottom Lake. It looks directly at Poe. And Poe, it's almost like time stops for you. And you hear a voice inside of your head. I see you are marked by two, little one. Both the master and grandmother nightmare. I sense you are destined for greatness. Seek the book of Atterbloom he so desperately desires, but instead bring it to me. My mother will reward you in ways you do not yet comprehend. Seek the book of Atterbloom. And we'll pick up right here next week. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, even though we ran it off, we still beat it. That's a lot of XP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like where cool. your head's at. Cool. <laughs> Fantastic job, you guys. Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. You can follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet, and this is probably the fastest way to reach us. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com where you can find all of our other podcasts, lots of awesome posts, and a couple of short stories, fan artwork, and plenty of other awesome things. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. In fact, there's a link in the episode description. So go there, click it. It's easy. We would love it. It helps us out a whole bunch, and it would be great to spread the word. If you want to get to know us a little bit better or meet some awesome folks, join up on our Discord. We have a lot of really great folks in there that just love to talk gaming and just hobbies in general. We, we have a lot of fun. So come on in, hang out, and meet some great people. This is Adam, and you can follow me on Twitter at TheRealSimzo. Here we go. Now I can that see you. much. Your beautiful face is so beautiful. It's hard because I don't see my camera, like, so I don't know where it's yeah. at. That's why you guys like watch, you know, my crotch for thirty minutes the other day. Perfect. <laughs> I see your entire head. Yes. Yeah. Very ugly just, right It now. helps so much. I love how Matt's like got this perfectly ba- black background. Yes, I know. All you see is him, and it's beautifully lit too. Like it's from a really, <laughs> really nice angle. Like I've seen lots of dramatic <laughs> movies with this angle of light. It's just gorgeous. There's gonna be a slender it's man kinda, behind him. I was gonna say Stop. it's kind of the new horror movie <laughs> angle. Like all yeah. these horror movies that are shot from fucking webcams. Mm-hmm. No, you know what he looks like? He looks like Bronson. You remember that movie? Oh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the parts where he's on stage and it's just black behind him. That's a good movie. Yeah. I love that. It's a fucked up movie. It is a fucked up movie. It is. I can't believe it's based on a real guy that's sitting in prison in England. That blows yeah. my mind. <laughs> that guy's a fucking just... Uh, he shouldn't... He should be dead. With the amount of shit well, that guy's done. If he was in done. the US, he'd probably be on... Uh, death Row, I'd imagine. Is that what yeah. they call it? Yeah. Yeah, records, Death Row, right? Yeah. Death Row, which is oh. now owned by who owns Death Row Records now? Tupac. It's like Mattel. Island. I don't know. Mattel. I don't Jude know. Law. 
or like it's it's like a toy company owns it. You said Jude Law. I yeah. thought I heard you say Jude no. Law. It's like well, that's weird. <laughs> Hasbro. 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 Was close. Hasbro yeah. owns it. Hasbro oh, owns shit. fucking everything, man. They own D and D. Yeah. Which is the coast? Well, yeah, they own Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. The real question is, does Disney own Hasbro? Because if they did. Yeah, I think Hasbro acquired Death Row from a an acquirement to like get something else, and that other umbrella company had already purchased Death Row Records for some reason. Entertainment so. One Television. Okay, so like, I forget. I want one song, so I'm going to buy five companies. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> That's money. It's cheaper. Yeah. Ooh, man, I just finished watching Fargo season three. I didn't know the TV show. Is that based off the movie Fargo? Yeah, it is. But uh, totally like different storylines. Mm. Like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ABC, that's where it came from, baby. Always be cool. Okay, court. then. Okay, then. No, that wasn't. That was. No, no, no. Always be is closing. Is that Fargo? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, uh, that's always be closing. That's. Uh, oh, shoot. Wall Street? Not Wall Street. It's one of those classics. I cannot think of the name. Well, but Always Be Courting, which was what we came up with way back in the day, yeah. which means Always Be Recording, was based yes. off of Always Be Closing, right. which I right. thought was Fargo. It's not. It is from <laughs> something else. It's not. <laughs> Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Glenn Gary, Glenn, Gary, Glenn Cross. Ross. Yep. Or whatever. Yes. That's a great Glenn movie. Sure. If you've not seen it, go oh, watch it. That's Alec a Ball. pure right. movie. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good movie. I didn't realize. For some reason, I've mixed those two movies in my head. Somehow. How the hell? You mix Fargo. Stage show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you got, How did you get Fargo out of that? Okay, well, so here's the thing. Okay. When the TV is up Uh-oh. at work, and we're all working, oh, and a movie's on, you catch bits of it. And I saw both of those movies in the same day and assumed it was the same movie, I guess. And just, here's, so I've got a bunch of random bits. Here's the amazing well, I, thing. When the TV is on at work, and you're working... Shouldn't you be working instead of watching TV? Well, yeah, but you know, every once in a while, you like look over. You well, get, like, here's another thing: seconds. you got a fucking TV at work. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm oh, saying. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't even have a clock at work. Right? I don't have Windows. <laughs> well, we all work from home right now. Well, that's not true. Matt doesn't work from home. <laughs> no. I don't know if Wes is going no. anywhere. I don't work from home. Technically, never I've got have, a bunch of TVs will. at work because I work from home right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Speaking of working from home, that's what we're doing I tonight. Have no idea. I have no idea where this is going, but uh, well, we've talked about LASIK. Always <laughs> be closing. Now we should probably talk about Pathfinder because that's what we're all here for. LASIK is going to confuse everybody. It was before we hit record. <laughs> that's true. Just that's for true. the listeners out there, we'll put all this at the we'll put all this at the end of the episode, anyways, where only three people will hear it. So, <laughs> hey, three I people, do- it's good to see you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I do have a question right. though. I read yeah. that when you get LASIK, right, that you can smell your eye cooking and it smells like bacon. <gasps> I don't remember that. <laughs> I okay. no, that's that's only in the offices where they're attached to a uh, breakfast restaurant here, next door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or in it was like on Twitter, so it's probably horseshit. But that's yeah, okay. third <laughs> floor of, of a Middle Eastern burnt out building. Oh girl, because <laughs> aren't most of those uh, <laughs> uh, LASIK places in like strip malls? Not the one I went to. I have no idea. No, I went to a, a professional. <laughs> yeah. An eye surgery center as well. I didn't go to Minority maybe, Report and like should not have gone to that that person. Now if you want to know something scary, my mom had corrective surgery before it was LASIK and it literally was they took a scalpel to her eye and Radio keratotomy. That's it. Yep. RK. Yep. Is that where they replaced the uh um No. The actual like Okay. No, they Corner. cut off the top of it, but then instead of they actually oh. took a scalpel to her eye and yeah. cut it no. in places. Cut slits and it warps wow. it enough to where your vision Correct. Yeah, screw that. Oh, I, I do that at work grub. a lot where you just try and get something to go in the direction you want it to. <laughs> you just well, cut cutting I cut my eyeballs all the time. <laughs> yeah, I just do those at work with a <laughs> table saw. Just open your eye and dive into it as fast as you can. I wanna leave. Imagine if they were doing that in the middle of like an accidental earthquake. Yeah. You know, Stop. that's the great thing about the modern LASIK is the machine is uh, it's positioned and owned to your eye. If something yeah. moves outside the range, it immediately stops, and yeah, it can resume. That's awesome. 
Yeah, that awesome. is awesome. Yeah. But then they got to put your eyeball back in its socket. That's the hard oh, part. I read a story once where basically <clears throat> this idea of the eyeball surgery LASIK thing, the stabilization was invented in Louisiana on the LSU campus because the machine they were trying to develop was in a, like a container or a building right next to some sort of machinery that was constantly shaking. No, it wasn't the stabilization. It was uh, the frequency that the laser has to move at wasn't enough. But since it was in a building where the machine was also shaking next door, it made it shake faster. So they were able to find it by accident. Oh, my God. Serendipity. It was a really one of those uh, like dropping rubber on your oven top and then realizing that's how you vulcanize rubber. (laughs) It's one of those weird, crazy things that can happen. (laughs) I love science. Like filling so your cow stomach up with milk and you get cheese. <laughs> well, oh my God. Haggis? No, no, no. Seriously. Think about how people discovered cheese when they, when we're talking eons ago, they used okay. cow stomachs to carry water. Someone put milk in it instead of water and it turned into cheese one day. And someone said, hmm, I want to eat this. And they ate it and thought it was good. Well, that's kind of the thought of mountain oysters. Like, who looked at a ball testicle, a bull testicle, and like, I definitely want to put that in my mouth. I mean, (laughs) I figure it's starvation. Like, I have nothing to eat. I'm going to eat every part of this bull. Yeah, probably. And then the way they, like, made it okay was by saying it was a delicacy. Yeah, and they call it mountain oysters. No one will think it's weird. Yeah. Gaslighting the world. (laughs) I mean, at one point, lobsters were trash food. Lobster was prison food. Really? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are the cockroaches of the ocean. That makes yeah. sense. They are. Carp. Yeah. 